The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 336. I'm currently sat in my camper van on a very windy mountain with a dog that really wants to go for a walk. Um, So Bruno, I will be taking you for that walk shortly. But before we get to that, um, I'm now trying to grow the uh, Facebook uh, group for the podcast. So if you're interested in joining that, uh, you can search for the OCD and Anxiety Podcast uh, Facebook group. And you can join there and and please feel free to, uh, to get involved because right now, Uh, There's quite a few people in that group, but only one or two people are interacting uh, at all. And one of those is me. (laughs) So if you fancy joining, you fancy uh, interacting and getting involved there, that would be uh, fantastic. Also, if you would like to get a free session with me, of course, you can to get that. You can head over to my website, robertjamescoaching.com. And uh, there you can can book that free session or you can send me a message. Um, Now, in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about um, really what we really mean by self-compassion, because in my view, it's split up into two components, and we need to be able to understand those to really get the amazing benefits from self-compassion, and there really is huge benefits from being able to understand how to apply self-compassion to OCD. So I really hope that you enjoy, if you have any questions at all about anything I speak about today. Uh, do please let me know. And off we go. Self-compassion is one of those words that gets thrown around a lot, particularly when it comes to anxiety and OCD. You need to learn to be more self-compassionate. You need to learn to do this. And it's almost like that word acceptance. Hey, you just need to learn how to accept your anxiety. And it's like, well, yeah, of course, if I knew how to do that, but it's, you know, how do I actually do that? Um, and self-compassion, I, I, I think, can be, it, you can end up stuck with it like that as well. And also, I think there's resistance to self-compassion because uh, a lot of us really think that it's about, um, you know, self-indulgence or, you know, it's a bit airy-fairy or it's not kind of clear what you have to do. And, you know, so what I want to do today is really kind of um, just make it very clear, actually, what I mean by self-compassion and why it can be so helpful for for OCD. So first off, um, there's two parts to self-compassion in in my view. And it's very important to understand them because they're very distinct. And the first is that classic kind of understanding of self-compassion, really. Um, It's not indulgence, but it's kind of really understanding and allowing the fact that you know you're human you're you're not perfect sometimes you are going to make mistakes and actually that's okay and that when these things happen we shouldn't focus on on these things and get angry or upset with ourselves and a really good example of this with OCD um, is when we find ourselves you know taking a backward step maybe maybe we've been doing a bit better 
but then we fall into old habits and you know we get really angry and really upset with ourselves and you know we focus on you know how how ridiculous it is or what a bad person we are for you know for falling back again and this is obviously anti self compassion this this kind of thing is the inner critic it will hold you back it will stop you from making progress and actually it's really important that when we do make mistakes which are inevitable um that we actually forgive ourselves for that, that we recognize that what we're doing is hard, that OCD is hard. It's not an easy thing to deal with at all. And so, you know, when we do make mistakes or when we do start ruminating again or when we perform that compulsion again, it's so important that we bring a sense of understanding to that, a sense of calm, um, you know, almost observe that and observe the the reactions that are coming up, you know, that judgment that might come up or that shame or that guilt or that anger just observe it but you don't have to get lost in it you don't need to start telling yourself that old narrative about how useless you are or how terrible you are actually you know you've just had a setback which is a normal part of the process of when you're learning how to manage OCD you know you're not going to be able to just do it straight away you're gonna you're gonna be uh, out there in in your life practicing and sometimes it's going to go well and other times you're going to make mistakes and actually you need to make those mistakes in order to 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 improve and it's about having that kind of growth mindset about it um now the other side to um to self-compassion is one that isn't talked about so much and then actually i need to kind of um really describe this in the right way to make sure that it comes across correctly uh, because you may be surprised with the word that I'm going to use to, to describe the other component of uh, self-compassion. But that is actually discipline. So why do I say that? Well, you know, if you want to go, for example, for a run, um, you know that going for a run is going to be good for you. It's going to be good for your body. You're giving your cardiovascular system a good workout. But not only that, when it comes to OCD and anxiety, we know uh, you know, there's been a lot of research done into exercise. It's been proven to be very helpful for uh, anxiety problems. And so, you know, when we go for, for a run or something, we're doing ourselves actually a big favor. But the problem is resistance will come up. Um, often we don't want to do it. Maybe some people do. Maybe some of you love it so much you just can't wait to, to, to go out running. But to be honest, often when I want to go for a run or, or a bike ride or you know, whatever it is that I want to do. There's resistance. There's this part of me that goes, well, it'd just be much easier to just sit here, um, you know, and to carry on with work or to go and speak with my friend or whatever it is. And um, actually, what we have to do in that situation is we have to discipline ourselves in order to get the payoff later on, in order to feel good later on. We actually have to discipline ourselves in the moment. And so much of um, learning to, to manage OCD actually involves this kind of discipline, but it's not a kind of harsh discipline. It's a, compassion, a compassionate discipline. It's focused on, I'm doing this difficult thing now in order to feel better later. And therefore, it's not the kind of um, inner critic uh, kind of discipline which isn't really discipline at all it's, it's kind of horrible it's just beating yourself up it's very negative it's self-sabotaging this is completely different this is the type of discipline where you recognize that you're doing it out of love you're disciplining yourself from a positive place 
And, you know, we can apply it to all sorts of things. We can bring, you know, more discipline to to making sure that we do those exposure activities. We can bring a bit more discipline to making sure that actually we are doing our absolute best to manage those ruminations because it's so tempting, you know, to get stuck in those old habits of, you know, going over the ruminations again and trying to have more certainty and actually self-compassion it helps us to recognize that you know in order for us to feel better we might actually need to allow ourselves to feel uncomfortable in the short term we might actually have to allow ourselves to feel the anxiety without doing anything to push it away you know to do an exposure activity and allow ourselves to feel that discomfort bizarrely that is self-compassion because it is going to make you feel better in the long term, but in the short term, it can be difficult. So, you know, this is a really important concept to understand. This is the way I really understand self-compassion is from these two components. Um, you know, ultimately being kind to yourself and forgiving mistakes, recognizing that you're not perfect, and also bringing a sense of this compassionate discipline to the table as well. When we are able to combine those two things, it can really help us with learning how to manage OCD. Uh, in the long term. So there we go, guys. Um, I really hope that you found that one helpful. As always, if you have any questions at all about anything that I've spoken about today, do please let me know. And right now I'm going to go off with Bruno for a little walk in the mountain and hopefully I won't get blown off the mountain. Uh, we will see if you hear me next time, then I was successful in my mission. Okay, guys, well, many thanks. And I hope you found it helpful today. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional. 